what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focusing on home technology, helping provide you and our fellow brothers and sisters in tech with some assistance and discussion along the way. Today on Brothers in Tech, we talk about the new social app Clubhouse. What is it? How do you use it? And should it be a new source of information or entertainment for you? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Brothers in Tech. And this is Alan Jackson uh, with you again. I have with me my brother in tech, Brian Jackson. Brian, how you doing? I'm good, Alan. Doing good and uh, good. excited for another episode. Yeah. Well, um, Brian is uh, just a little background for your first time joining us. Brian's a professor of kinesiology at Pacific University and also product director at Synaptic. And uh, he is my brother, and we are brothers in tech, and this is what we've been doing for well over a year now. It's the only time we get together and talk is to talk tech, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're kind of brothers in several things, but this is only really aspect of our brotherhood that we really care about. That we actually use, right? That we use, yeah. So, yeah, this is fun. This This is what we do. You know, if we weren't recording a podcast, we'd be talking like this. At family that's pretty much how we started doing this. But uh, we did decide after a while that we got tired of it just being the two of us. And we thought, let's yeah. bring in some other people into the mix. And that's what we did on this episode as well. With us again, uh, fr- we decided to bring him back because he was so great the first time. Uh, Chris Fry, who's media producer with Jackson Creative and the co-founder and co-director Foot Candle Film Society and the Foot Candle Film Festival. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. And I'm also the co-host of Foot Candle Films, which is a podcast I do with Alan. So. Ah, wow. that is that is a nice uh, cross cross promotion effort yes. right there. So, Chris, thank you for that. So very, nice. very true. Nice. Well, guys, I get to do something fun on this episode that uh, I look forward to. You know, normally when we get together, we talk over a specific topic and we kind of give our, our, our takes on something happening in the tech world or maybe educating people about something technology-wise. This episode, it sounds like I get to do all the educating. I get to be the teacher uh, because I'm going to educate both of you about a new app that is getting a lot of buzz right now. A lot of people are using this, exploring it. Um, and anytime a new social media app comes out, it, it tends to get kind of a quick blip of activity and then you wait to see if it's really going to stick around or not. Is this going to be the next Twitter or is it going to be the next Google plus? You know, that's kind of the question with these. I know I brought up a sore subject bringing up Google plus cause I was a, I was a big fan for a while, but this is the app clubhouse. Um, it is one that I thought would be interesting to talk about and share some experiences with because especially Chris being here, Chris is a media producer. He produces, audio and video content, just like I do. Uh, so we kind of have a little bit more of a shared interest in the idea of audio and what you could do. And then Brian, us being podcast host, you know, this is a interesting format to, uh, or maybe alternative to podcasting in the future. So either of you, neither of you have actually used clubhouse app yet, right? Have not. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Nope. So let me tell you about this app and uh, why I think it could be interesting, but I also like to hear your thoughts on, Maybe if it's not all it's cracked up to be, or maybe if it's just 
maybe if it's just people just wanting something new and they're just eager to get into it and it could easily dissipate over time. So Clubhouse right now, unfortunately, it is an invitation only app. So if you're listening to this right now, don't expect that you can just go to Clubhouse's website or find them on the App Store and get it downloaded. You do have to be invited. Uh, I think that'll change over time. Obviously, they want to build up a, 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 you know, a listener base. But for right now, you need to know somebody who's a member to invite you. Uh, they seem to be going pretty quick on the invites. So I do think, you know, if you ask around, you probably can find somebody who's gotten into it. And it is also an iPhone only app, which I thought was interesting choice as well. That is um, iPhone only. Uh, will it go cross-platform eventually? I'm sure there's that's plans that they'd like to do, but they're starting with a Mac iOS uh, iPhone base initially. It is a voice chatting app. So you're not going to find any video. You're not going to find any pictures. It is everything is audio only. And the way Clubhouse works uh, audio is Audio and not text. You're saying audio, there, not there's text. There's a little or? bit of text. I'll explain like titles of rooms you can go into and channels, but no, it's all pretty much meant for audio is the, okay. the primary thing. And what it is, is when you open the app and you get into it, you're presented with rooms, okay? Uh, rooms are basically, if you can imagine going to like a big conference expo, and there are different conversations going on in every room in the facility. And you could see what the titles of those conversations are. You can see how many people are in those conversations. And then you can jump into any room or conversation you want to. These rooms are, they're like uh, people giving talks. It could be a panel discussion. You could have several people talking about a topic. You could have one solo person just talking in general. But you could enter these rooms, and basically when you enter, you can be a silent listener and just listening and enjoying the conversation. But some of the rooms may actually open it up to where they want people who are in the room to be participants, and you could actually be asked to be a participant or or elect to be one. So it really becomes a, the way it's being described right now is almost like a live podcast episode. You're joining a live podcast recording in a way, but nothing is saved. Nothing is recorded. This is all live content only right now. So imagine if you open the app and you're just scrolling through these different rooms and, oh, there's a room that's titled um, uh, how to how to improve your your position in your company. And someone's in there just talking over ideas about growing and promoting their own work within their company. Another room is talking about the latest episode of WandaVision. And you can go in there and here's three or four people talking about the latest episode of WandaVision. And you're listening to it live. Well, the, that is what Clubhouse is all about. Chris, you have a question. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind, having not seen the app, I've heard of it, um, is something that uh, Brian actually talked about in a previous episode. We were talking about streaming stuff is interface. To me, that sounds like an interface nightmare because um, it sounds like you would get into this thing and there'd be like a million different conversations, kind of like back in the days, the early days of the internet, the IRC chat rooms. There, It just seems like it would be an overwhelming mess. And I don't know, like, I think that would scare me away from Wendy. How do they curate? How do they curate that? So right. A good, good question. So a couple of ways. Uh, there is a search function, so you could easily search for topics and categories and explore. But they also really try to encourage you to follow certain people that are typically starting rooms or groups or people that are forming rooms. Mm -hmm. So if you go and say, look, here is 
Brian Jackson. And I know that Brian Jackson is going to start some interesting conversations. I'm going to follow Brian. Then when you go into the app, that takes precedence. You're going to see the rooms that are underway by people that you are following or people that you have said that you wanted to be uh, connected to. Um, I got into the app and immediately it said, hey, here are some other people that we know uh, you're already friends with. I think, I can't remember if it connected through another app or how it found that, but uh, it let me choose if I went, I saw, oh, here's four or five people I know. I'm going to go ahead and say, I want to follow them. So if they're in a room, it lets me know, hey, this person you're friends with is now in this room if you want to jump in and join this conversation as well. So I think the idea is that over time, you're following people that you know are creating good content and good, good discussions or and or you're following people that you're friends with and you want to kind of go whatever rooms they're going to as well. So you think it leverages Facebook data or Twitter data? I don't remember which it does. I know that there's some connection point. Um, it's Twitter. Okay. Twitter is the connection point. Okay. When you log in, I think it actually uh, connects you to Twitter and that's how it finds people that you know that you follow on Twitter that are in these rooms. Okay. Um, Brian, initial thoughts. I mean, just based well, on what I described okay, to so you. Question number one, uh, how does it relate to my favorite MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris, <laughs> do you have any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, my. actually, no, it is sound, it's interesting, but what makes me, well, and I certainly have to, to try it to, I'm sure I get past this and I'm sure if it builds enough that there's lots of different conversations to jump in on, but I'm wondering, so you're, you're following someone in Zimbabwe and you know that they always have good talks that they're doing. Maybe they're an intellectual person that's kind of doing lots of these things, but the time zone's different. You're saying is everything is synchronous and not asynchronous you cannot do anything asynchronously not right that now seems to be a challenge right you know if you're following someone who's in a time zone that is always 3 a.m for you yep. when it's their work time. time zones would be would be tricky but yes right now there is no capability for recording a conversation or saving it or anything else i mean it is all like a true conference going on yeah. live and that's it you, and uh, I do think for conference it sounds fantastic Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's virtual conferencing already developed. Uh, you know, I'm thinking at a, a university setting, we have like a research day where all students are presenting their research throughout the day. It would just be a fantastic way for people to jump in and listen to that student and jump over to here rather than having to, you know, hustle around the different ways and do it in a kind of a clunky thing. But um, yeah, I, I still need to know. I, I'm, I'm surprised actually that they're doing invitation only though. Yeah. Right, because it feels like just something a, that only works to have just a massive amount of people. I'm it. sure it's just to control the the scaling up of the of the right. of the platform. Right. I mean, I think that's you know because there are streaming live audio uh, with multiple channels all over the place. I'm sure be, they're trying to just control how yeah. how big it grows. Yeah. The other thing I don't, I don't think I mentioned this, but I, I want to make sure it was clear to everybody. You as a user, when you open up your Clubhouse app, there is a big green button right when you come in that says start a room. (laughs) You click a button. You have now started a room. You can invite people to join you in your room. You can create whatever topic you want. You can title it whatever you want. And then people will now start seeing it. So if you've described it and it's using words that people are searching for when they come into the app. Um, or your friends or people that follow you get notified that you've started a room, you basically uh, have started 
and you kind of started your own podcast or any live podcast. Anyway, you started your own talk series. You've talked, you started your own seminar, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's where I think it gets really interesting because it's not just select people out there producing content. You've got anybody like I could go right now, hit start a room, say, I am going to talk about this episode I watched two hours ago and I want to hear people's thoughts. I want people to join me in the conversation. We're going to talk about this episode and uh, you've created it and it's there. So, uh, so that's where I think it's kind of, a, it's, it's a very democratic type app where it's really allowing everybody to jump in and be their own content creators. So Alan, you said you've been on there and you, you know, the conversations start popping up, but you also have a search function. You said it did t- tie into Twitter so off the top, like when you signed in, did you see, because basically from my point of view, did you see any celebrities that had any conversations going or like, not necessarily like a musician or anything like that, but even like tech celebrities or was it all just general people? Like, you know, just I have not seen any, what I would call celebrities. Okay. There may be some of the more tech celebrities that I'm not familiar with who they are, but like right now, when I just hop in the app and I have. Honestly, I'm only following like two or three people. Okay. I'm only friends with a couple of people. So I'm very, I'm more in observing mode than I am connecting mode. Like when I hop in, the very first uh, show that pops up or, or talk is pitching your idea to these three people. So basically they've set up a talk where you can come in and pitch an idea, whether it's a business idea or whatever. And there's a panel there listening to give you feedback and give you a critique on that. Uh, somebody has a talk, the CEO of Sotheby's, the uh, art auctioning house is doing a talk on a different new type of art form that, that is getting a lot of traction right now. Okay. So is that something that Sotheby's is on clubhouse or somebody has asked him as like a guest to be on their room? Um, I can't tell. Okay. Um, I just know the title is CEO of Sotheby's art world perspective on NFTs. Um, it's got 544 people in the room right now. So, um, and then there's another one, the, uh, the pitching your idea has 1,700 people currently in the room on clubhouse. Um, I can see a calendar so you can actually schedule. So that is one thing that's nice is that it's not just, you have to hop in, hit the button to start and like expect people to find it. You can actually go in and put up a schedule and say at seven o'clock, I'm going to do this. So if you go to your schedule function on your app, you can see all the ones that are kind of curated for you based on what you've searched for, who you're following, the kind of people you're connected to. Um, okay. So people so, are scheduling it in, in advance. So you, you can yes. see, oh, in another hour, I'm going to hop on and listen mm-hmm. to that. Okay. Yep. So okay. I, I think this is interesting and I, I think it's important for us to talk about the kind of these new technologies on this show, because this is a very much a very personal, very individual driven app where somebody could be learning, connecting, getting involved with some other things. And I, I love the idea. I mean, I know there's some drawbacks to it not being recorded or something, but there's something about the idea of just hopping into live conversations, kind of that vibe, I think is just really interesting. I'm curious to see how it goes. Okay. So I have, I have a question and then a comment. So the question is, when you signed up, do you have to agree to any terms to suggest you will not record what you're doing? So a podcaster, you as a podcaster, could you just start a room while you're also recording via another service, lay your podcast out there, streaming service in other ways, but yet also have live engagement? 
Well, Brian, I I normally carefully read all the agreements, service agreements before I download an app. I normally read it. I spend the night. I kind of review it. I call up my lawyer friends, ask them to look at it and make sure. I did not with this one. (laughs) So I don't know. What well, the restrictions are. That's why I'm still on MySpace. I have not agreed to any of the other ones. <laughs> I just keep reading them saying, nope, nope. nope. Um, so that actually, but to me, that sounds fantastic, right? If you could, if you'd say, hey, I'm a podcaster. I'm also going to start this, this room at the same time, bring some people in that have some great ideas, um, have some really, really engaging content, which I think would be kind of fun. Um, my concern in my second point, my concern is this seems like a breeding ground for extremism and uh, potentially cult <laughs> making, right? Because if you're not recording anything, you're probably also not uh, overseeing any content, any content either, right? So you got yeah. people jumping around to rooms and hearing about yeah. all sorts of things, though this seems like it could also be extremely dangerous. I sure. I mean, if I click the button right now, said start a room, and I could title it whatever I wanted. Uh, very, very uh, extreme opinions on things. I don't see anything blocking you from that. Now, again, Twitter also started out very open to anybody, anything, yeah. and over time, they had to start figuring out ways to tighten things down. Facebook, same way. So, you know, I think everybody who goes in and builds a social media app like this knows that. Hey, look, if it gets really big and popular. At some point, we're going to have to start moderating or putting in guidelines. But right now, we just want people. (laughs) We just want people to get in there. That was kind of my question and where that question was going when I asked you about celebrities. Not that that's the only thing that matters, but um, because it was like, how do you drive users? Like, you know, Twitter said, oh, you know, you can hear all the stuff that, you know, your favorite musicians or your comedians or whatever say. So that people jumped on that or follow pages on Facebook. But with this, it seems like, at least on the outset, it's more of like a, to me, it sounds more educational, corporate type stuff as opposed to being entertainment. I mean, does that make sense? That's kind of Yeah. It. Well, yes. Uh, I, the, the interesting thing is with it from even looking at just upcoming events on it, I mean, it seems to be a nice mix of both more uh, news type content uh, discussions. It seems to be more lifestyle content. There's entertainment options as well. Like for example, I looked at kind of upcoming ones recommended for me. There's a tonight, there's a Texas update with Beto O'Rourke and Amanda Edwards. So basically there is a channel that a club that has started by a group called all hands. And they have put out a scheduled um, uh, program where it's going to be a discussion with these two, Texas politicians. And uh, that's on the calendar kind of slated to happen. So you create a club, like a club is like a group. It could be a brand. It could be a person. It could be an individual. It could be a, a company. Oh. Yeah. It could be a cult. <laughs> and uh, you, you, then you can start scheduling things for your club. You know, you open a room for your club and that's kind of the terminology they use. So I, uh, I'm in, I'm very, very curious. I have jumped into several so far and I've found it interesting. Um, it's a little odd, you know, at first kind of jumping into a live conversation that's already going on. And, you know, just like if you were walking into the back of a room of a, at a conference, it's a little bit of that awkward feeling. I mean, granted you're quiet, but still you just feel like you're kind of jumping into something that's already happening and, but you're not disruptive. Um, but they do have the option of saying, Hey, 
of these thousand people in our room, um, you know, we're going to pick a few people at random, or maybe some people can elect to join in the conversation and you can basically promote them up to be a part of your panel with you. So, um, so all attendees aren't speaking, obviously you can't have a thousand people all talking at once. That would be the tower of Babel, but it's like whoever creates the room says who can talk. I guess. Right? Yes, that appears to be there's the case. No, I have not and there's no created chat a room on my own yet. Hmm? And there's no chat going on, like a text chat or? I think there is some text chatting. Uh, okay. I, to what extent it goes to, I'm not sure what the purpose is. So like right now, I'm just going to jump in to one. I've got it turned down. And I can see on the app, I can see on the app who all are active participants, like talking. And then I can also see everybody else who's in the room, who's not really on the stage talking at the time, you know? So like there's nine people up on the panel, their icons I see. Um, and then there's like a thousand people just sitting in the room. So I can raise my hand, you know, just like in zoom, I can click the little button, raise my hand. So if they ask for questions, they could do that. Um, also, yeah, it seems like it could be yeah. dangerous, right? So there's, so really no no filtering of who gets into that room. Is that correct? That is correct. And hold on, I'm switching back to my iPad, uh, my AirPods because it was taking over my headphones there uh, for a little bit. <laughs> so it's a Zoom so, conversation that anybody can join. Yeah, you guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute. <laughs> so that yeah. So, so Chris, it sounds like right, if 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 I started a room and I had you know a hundred people that showed up and people started raising their hand, that could get a real really dangerous, right? If I don't know who these people are, say, oh well, let's take a question from so and so who starts talking about God knows what, right? So that's that's where it could be a little bit um, uh, scary, right? Obviously, just like a Zoom, I guess you know Zoom bombing, right? You're going to have yeah. clubhouse bombing. Um, that's well, and it seems to be pretty easy for somebody who's the owner of the room to kick somebody out really quick. So I see okay. buttons for like, hey, kick them out. So yeah. again, I'm, yeah, there'll be some growing pains, I'm sure. Yeah. With it. But it's it's interesting, and I think I just love the fact that somebody you know somebody we know could just decide they're going to start a talk one day. And it's not a matter of having to start a whole new podcast that you've got to build up and work with the technology on. Um, you're not having to try to build a YouTube channel and worrying about video and everything like that. You just got something you want to share or talk about or build a community around and it, it's ready to go. So, Have, uh, have any mu musicians jumped on it as a way to kind of, you know, have live performances? Yeah, I have seen a couple of those pop up. Um, I don't know about the sound quality, you know, with music. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be as good. The most interesting one I've seen so far is there is a uh, a show coming up tonight. Thirty minutes of quiet meditation. <laughs> so, you know, I want I want to run that one. I can do that one. <laughs> I could run you know that I mean? that group. If the only way you can meditate is you have to have somebody else telling you that you're meditating and sitting in a room with a bunch of people all being quiet online, that's there for you. So. And you just see these thousand people all raising their hand and not getting called upon. You know, that's, that's right. Awesome. No, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's quiet. It's quiet meditation. Um, anyway, well, that's Alan, let me, let me, right, let me yeah, just say ahead. really quickly, because I do think now that, now that I'm thinking through this, right. Podcasting has gone huge, right? It's, it's, it's massive because it is the on-demand voice kind of engagement. Let me get content. 
Um, it seems like this could almost take that the role of, you know, say, uh, terrestrial radio, right? I mean, what's beautiful? What's beautiful about you know, you go and drive in your car. Most well, most of us these days, I would imagine, are streaming something through our phone, right? It's kind of on-demand content, but yet there is still something really great about throwing on the radio and not knowing what's going to come next, right? Not having it like at, in the moment sort of thing. So imagine now my my car is pretty much engaging like, okay, I've got a podcast I want to listen to. If not, let me just see what's going on in Clubhouse, right? And just listen, just listen and switch channels and listen. You don't have to engage. You don't have to stay the whole thing. You don't have to, you know, it just seems like there's, there's an interesting piece if you have enough uh, people that you're following to where this could be, it's your unexpected content. You know, it's the, uh, it's the radio version of content, right? Well, it's blending what podcasting is allowing, which is very niche, very specific targeted content. And it's blending it with, honestly, you know, what we see as being uh, gets the greater viewership is when things are live on Facebook or YouTube or other places that tends to gravitate people to the idea of something live. You're basically blending that together and saying, yeah, we're going to schedule a live conversation. Um, so either you can plan your schedule around it. Each of these events, if you go on your schedule and look at what's coming up, you can click a button and it adds it to your iCal or your calendar app right away. So, you know, at seven o'clock, I'm going to get notified that this app is this, uh, this, this program starting, or like you said, just skip around from rooms and just see. So, you know, with that, that's interesting. Interesting. That is Clubhouse, guys. And I just, again, wanted to spend time. I think this, anytime we get a, a really kind of big popular app that comes up that could have a lot of uh, attention for people, I think we ought to talk about it and kind of dissect it a little bit for people. So uh, I definitely encourage checking it out. It's free. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. There's no sign-up cost. There's no monthly fees or anything. It's truly free, very open, very easy to get into. I've had fun with it. So I encourage everybody to check it out and see. Um, maybe we'll see what happens in the podcasting space with this kind of app in the future as yeah. well. Yeah. So Alan, it's free, but are there other ads? Is that how they're paying for things? Are they, I mean, are you, I haven't seen anything yet. Okay. So, All right. cool. Yeah. I think they're doing just like a Twitter and everybody else did. It's like, let, let's just give it away for free for a good while. And yeah, yeah. hopefully build up enough, uh, enough user base where we can start getting some ad placement in there. I could see companies having like sponsored talks where it's like, look, this big brand, this big company is going to give a sponsored talk and maybe that company's paying to be featured on a homepage of the app or something. That's how I could see them monetizing it in the future or maybe dropping ads at the beginning of a talk, pre-recorded ads, you know, before somebody starts live talking. Yeah. Could yeah. be some options for monetization in the future. Yeah. Seems like maybe they could offer a pay option to be able to record your content too at some point. And then yeah. they have live yeah. That's true. So that's Clubhouse. I do encourage uh, you guys cool. to check it out. How about we do this? How about you guys check it out over the next few weeks and uh, maybe we'll uh, kind of re regroup down the road and talk about it after we've had some time to experience it and see if we feel like there's something there or not. So, Alan, you're so hip. I mean, you're just I so am. on the this new I stuff. I am right? on the edge yeah. of tech. Yeah. I am going to make a, a MySpace post about this tonight. So I'm with it. I am. <laughs> Julio, I mean, whatever the kids say these days, I don't know. What do they say? Well, they don't say that, but whatever. No, they don't. No. <laughs> uh, All right. You guys, thanks for joining Chris Fry uh, with the uh, Jackson Creative and with Foot Candle Film Society, Foot Candle Film Festival. 
Brian Jackson, my brother in tech. Uh, he and I started this show about a little over a year ago, just as an excuse to get together and talk tech. And we have fun with it. Good seeing you, Brian. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks for coming, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me. Come back and join us again, maybe next week. Maybe next week, yeah. Uh, Everybody go visit themesh.tv, which is our podcast network where you can find this show and subscribe to it as well as other shows on the network. And uh, yeah, until then, we'll talk to you everybody next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.